What's going on, my fellow Shield Bears? Welcome to the Shield Bears podcast. I'm your host, Big D. I'm here with my sidekick, Rob T. Hey, what's up, everybody? And uh, I do apologize for last week for not having a podcast. Shut up, man. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. It took like a few tries to get this going this morning. Um, Anyway, uh, I do apologize about last week for not having a podcast for you. Just some personal things came up and I was unable to get it recorded. But we are back and I hope we have a good one for you today. we will be discussing how to stay motivated emotionally and mentally. Yeah, that's and that that can be a challenge. That can definitely yes, be a challenge. Yes, it can, especially it depends on what you're facing, what you got going on cuz I know sometimes you just want to give up, you don't know how to how to keep pushing forward, and especially when you just get so mentally worn down and emotionally worn down, it's it's hard to just stay focused, to catch your breath, regroup and keep moving forward, but that's what just what we have to do and uh God knows some of the stuff that I've been through lately. I've had to uh, really bear down and, and uh, figure out ways to, to get through it. Um, now, as far as how do you stay emotionally and mentally focused, I guess really it just depends on the individual and the situation at hand. I mean, there's a million ways to skin a cat, so to speak. Right. Um, I know I have... Uh, I have certain things that I do, like I do prayer, meditation, uh, I listen to certain music, I've actually, um, I've, method, I've mess, uh, mentioned him many times in our previous podcast, John Etheridge, uh, mm-hmm. I do, I follow his uh, uh, app, it's called the uh, One Minute Break, or I Oh yeah, you remember. shared that on Facebook. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, it, One Minute Pause, I'm sorry, and you go through that and basically it's just, you just take a minute through prayer, breathing, and meditation. So and what, is it, what does it do in the app? Like, does it actually talk to you? Yeah, it actually, so it depends on, you have a one minute, and then it unlocks to like a three minute, five minute, and you can always go up to a 15 minute. Okay. And you set reminders. Like, so like with me, you know, I have mine set for 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Gotcha. And with that, the alarm goes off. You hit, it, you hit, you just hit put play, and John comes on, and he'll go through a, a moment of like there's some soft music, of course. Right. And it just goes through. You take a deep breath, let it out. Take a deep breath several times, and then it just goes on. He just starts reciting a prayer of like basically like I give everything and everyone to you, God. I mm-hmm. give everyone and everything to you, and just goes through some prayer of how to just re-strengthen your connection to Jesus, and to just let go. Okay. And so it, it's a pretty cool app. I like it. Um, but I mean, everybody has their things like, so, um, again, that's one tool that I use. Uh, Rob, what's something do you use? Music is a good one for me. Yeah. Um, depending on what I'm dealing with at the time, mm-hmm. um, if, if it's a very high stressed situation or, uh, and it also honestly depends on the kind of stress, but I have different kinds of music that I listen to. Everybody knows me that knows I like hard rock and metal and stuff but that's not always what i listen to it depends on the mood at the time so if it's something that's got me real like stressed like almost to the point of like um i'm really hyper and stressed and i'll actually listen to a lot of like 70s easy listening Mm -hmm. because it just calms me down and i'll tell you my favorite song from that genre is a song called sailing by christopher cross and the only reason why is because when i hear that in my mind i see the ocean mm-hmm. and the calmness of the water and uh when uh when i first heard that song and i fell in love with it i was i was real young i was probably about maybe five yeah and when it first came on i was actually sitting in my mom's car and we were facing town lake okay so the song comes on the music catches my eye or catches my ear 
and I'm looking out at the water, and as the the chorus comes on, if you heard it, you know the chorus says yeah. sailing. They were boats. Oh, that's cool. So that's that's so that's a memory that's always stuck with me, and it always, you know, people joke about the whole happy place thing. Mm-hmm. That song that's does take place. me to my happy place. Yeah. You know, um, that's probably my go to most of the time. Okay. Because okay. for me, what's calming is the water. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the ocean, but just the sound of water in yeah. general. And that's what makes that's what it makes me think huh. of. So for me, it's it's music. Yeah. Now, if it's something that like I'm just really like aggressively like mm-hmm. I want to get, then yeah, I go to like metal and yeah. listen to that. And there have been times I've been in the car and I'm just like, God, oh, yeah. you know, oh yeah. So uh, so yeah, but music is my yeah. My See, thing. that's like me. Like mine is is a lot of people is I'm music, um, but also yeah, the gym working out is my outlet for things. Right. But mine is generally music, and I am the opposite. I. I like my praise and worship that I listen to regularly, but when I'm just in a funk or I'm just not feeling it, dude, I, some Metallica, Pantera, I right, throw it on, and right. it's just like, gah! Yeah. And it gets me going again. Yeah. But uh, it's not necessarily, it like, it's not like you where it takes me to a happy place. Right. It just, it just gets the blood flowing and gets me funked yeah. up. And like, um, I just, I have the mentality though, like never quit, never surrender. Yeah. That's just my mentality. And like, I don't care how bad things get. I mean, I'll get beat down where like I just want to give up, crawl in bed, pull the blankets over my head, and just sleep the world away. Mm. But you know, can't. I got to get up and get going. I, I've got I've got people that rely on me. I've got to get things done, and and I've got you know a business to run. I got a family to support, so I don't have the luxury of laying in bed and moping all day. Right, right. But uh, yeah, like music is my go-to. It fires me up, especially on the trip to work or the trip home. Um, I do the one-minute pause. Uh, reading is actually something I just started doing. I just started using an app. I can't remember the name of it, but it actually it, it works on on relieving stress. And it okay. was actually written by military special operatives and uh, military intelligence prior uh, uh, individuals. Right. And they've interviewed like successful people from all different genres and things like that. And like you go through daily readings, and so that's kind of helped me um, how to learn how to break down like micro goals meditation breathing things like that and it's amazing how much meditation really works and just even focus on breathing and uh that's another trick that i just started using which and what they do is you start off with just a couple minutes and you breathe in you hold for like a like a three count right exhale and hold for a three count right and you think nothing about uh, you think of nothing other than your next breath right and it's kind of cool because like next you know because you feel like uh, like in the past, when people have talked about meditation, I'm like, how in the hell do you meditate? Because my mind goes 90 miles an hour. Like, how? Or to try and stop and think of just one thought, it's like impossible. Right. And so when I think of like someone meditating for like 15, 20 minutes, I'm like, dude, that must have felt like an eternity. Right. But when I do this, like, I, like okay, so the first time I did it, the goal was just to meditate for two minutes. I meditated for 20. Wow. I didn't even realize it. Like, wow. I just got in the zone, and, I, and it was just cool. And all you're thinking about is that next breath, and you're just... In, hold, out, hold. And it's, that was what and it's she just, told me when yeah. I had my panic attack. Yeah. That time that and I called And it works. You. Yeah. It's amazing wow. how, how just something simple like that worked. But what's cool about them is these guys on the, on the app, that's what they teach their, 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 with a lot of their special forces guys, they teach them how to do that in certain situations to calm them down gotcha. to carry on. Like if they get into like a firefight or something happens. Right, right. And it just it just takes a, just a moment to calm your heart rate down and get you refocused and, and get carried on again. Yeah, that's a whole different level of stress right oh, there. Yeah, I bet. I, I find it interesting because you got two different 
types of people between you and I. Because mm-hmm. everything that you're saying, and, and both of what we said are, are both great uh, uh, stress relievers and, and, you know, and to help you deal with it. Mm-hmm. But it seems like yours is almost more of a, on a technical yeah. level. Like, this is how you turn this down so that you're not reacting this way as much. Whereas mine is more of just a uh, level, yeah. you know well, what I mean? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's me. I've, I'm more, I am always like, even though I am an emotional person to an yeah, extent, yeah. I'm, I'm very technical on right, things. That's right. why, like, when people come to me for certain things, I'm generally not the person to, like, you know, like we were talking about today when it comes to either bad situation, death, or certain, like, I'm, I'm a very technical person. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't. I, yes, I have sympathy, but at the same time, I'm like, that's <laughs> no, that, that's that's not. Yeah, yeah come on. But, you know, I'm just I'm very technical on things, and I guess that's just my military background and things that I've I've been taught on how to program my mind. And even with through all the years of therapy and counseling, I've had to overcome PTSD, anxiety, and things. I've had to learn all the technical tricks right. on how to reprogram my wiring and to get my emotions and things into check. Right, right. So, yeah. So I mean. That's and those are definitely good exercises uh, to have, um, but you know, I I would say to the listener, whatever works for you, you try different things. Yeah. Because I know in that moment when I had my panic attack when I called you, the what exactly you just described right now, it helped big mm-hmm. time, right? Um, and and that was because I was having a moment where music wasn't going to help, mm-hmm. you know, all this other stuff wasn't going to help me, but what you did. You know what you yeah. told me did help, so I would say try just try different things. Yeah, and you see know. what works. Yeah, exactly. Because again, I think again, it still just depends on the situation because it depends on what you're going through. Like if it's a temporary thing, like say you're just having a panic attack, like some things that just hit you all at once, then yes, taking a step back, being technical about it, and refocusing will get you through it. But if it's like a continual thing, that's when you got to look at like therapy, counseling, things like that that's going to help you long-term. Right, right, right. But I do believe if it's like today, like, so the past two days, I've been suffering from like some bad anxiety, panic attacks. I just, because I've just got a lot of stuff building up on me. And I get to work this morning and like on the the drive-in, like, so I already woke up just feeling groggy because of uh, some medication I took yesterday. I'm on the drive-in to work. My phone's already blown up of stuff going wrong, questions at work. And I'm just like, oh, and I get there with a, like a list a mile long of crap I got to get done. And I'm just like overwhelmed. Right. And I did. I started f- feeling like a panic attack, anxiety kicking in. I'm like, right. whoa, 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 whoa. So I was like, I just took a deep breath. I'm like, stop. Okay. I'm going to, I'm removing myself from the situation. So I let everything go. I went out and made a pot of coffee. Uh-huh. And then I walked back in. I was like, and I just kind of made a mental checklist of, okay, this is what needs to get done. You know what? I'm just going to start with this. Right. And I started with the easiest thing on the list and just start checking it off. And then right. like, and it's cool is because like once you get one or two things off the list, you're like, okay, hey, I'm, I'm accomplishing some shit. I'm getting it done. Like, right. All right. And then it just starts snowballing. You're like, okay, I got this. It's right. not overwhelming. I got this. Right, right, so, right. Well, basically it's, I think, wasn't it you that said it? How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that's, for, for a lot of us, when we get overwhelmed, when we get to feeling that way, I think it's because we start looking at the, Big picture yeah. of what we got to do and, and not focus on, okay, let's take it a step mm-hmm. at a time. Get this done first, then you can get the other thing yeah. done, then you can get the other thing done. And I think, especially in this time that we're living in now, we can very easily put ourselves in that situation. Well, yeah. Well, because we live in a fast-paced world. Right. Everything is right now, instant, in your face. Social media, I mean, everything. Text message, it's all just boom, right there. You, right. Get, you get hit with it. And we've got to learn to slow it down yeah and i know like um 
with me, excuse me, I'm, I'm sorry, folks, I'm drinking a Red Bull. Um, it's what gets me is uh, like, and I do, I aggravate so many people because of this. I do truly, and this isn't a bad quote from from Fast and Furious. I don't okay. live my life one mile, one quarter mile at a time. <laughs> I live my life ten minutes at a time. I focus on the ten minutes at hand. All right, when that's done, yeah, I focus on the <laughs> ten minutes at hand, and then I'll, I'll work on the next ten minutes. But at the same time, I have my long term goals, right? And I look at the big picture when I'm planning, but when it comes to execution, I broke it down into micro goals. Okay. That way, I can you know I, I can focus on the, on the task at hand instead of the big picture. Right. Now, when you're pl- that's why part of course it, it I mean I learned a long time ago, but with the app that I'm talking about. It does. It teaches you when you're planning, you look at the big picture. When you're executing, you look at the small picture. That makes sense. And that way you just you just focus on the small task at hand so you're not overwhelmed with everything going on. Because like, for instance, opening up a business, you're not going to look at the big picture of like, what do we got to get done? Right. Oh my God. Yes, you'll create your business plan and you'll look at the big picture as you're planning on creating a business. But once you get to a point where like, okay, now we got to start taking the steps to make it happen. Right. You look at the small picture at hand that needs to get. These are the tasks at hand that you get done. Don't worry about the big picture because you're going to get there. Right. But you work on the small picture, and then every once in a while you step back, look at the big picture, refocus. Okay, no small picture, micro goals. And so, but it's, best, it's it's definitely something that you have to take control of. Mm-hmm. So, what about for those that get into such a stressful situation, or maybe live in a stressful situation that they have that feeling like they they can't control anything. Yeah, you know, I think that's when it, it does get more challenging. Well, that's when again, I, I feel like you just have to stop for a second. As, as stressful, as crazy as it might be going at that time, just take a minute to remove yourself from the situation, catch your breath, and then refocus. Whether it be write a list, make write write a list of everything you get done that day, or whatever, or, or whatever that's bothering you. If you've had a million things you feel like you need to get done, write a list. Right. Once you get that list done, then look at okay, what are the easiest tasks at hand, or or what's the most maybe what's the most important, you know, cause I'm sorry. Like if you've got like 20 million things that need to get done to that day. And one of them is you just need to stop off the post office, get it, get stamps. And the other one is you got to pay the electric bill, pay the electric bill first. Right, you know what right. I mean? But just look at your list and then just start prioritizing and knocking them off one by one. Don't worry about the whole list. Just focus on what the, what, the, what's number one. Right. What's that done? Okay. Number two. Right. And then work your way down. But again, the, I think the first thing is doing is, is pulling yourself back and stepping away from the situation at hand. And kind of catching your breath for a second and refocus and then kind of like make a list. Because I think when you got 20 things or 30 things or just or even just 10 things hitting you all at once, it's a lot to take on. Right. And but you have to you have to take that minute to stop, catch your breath, and then okay, there's 20 things. Let me write it out so I can kind of see it. Right. Right. And go from there. Well, I think the I think another important thing too though is because let's be honest, there's people out there that can get so stressed out to a point where what you're talking about is not a reality at the beginning. Yeah. So maybe, just maybe, the list may have to be stop what you're doing, don't think about that, mm-hmm. and center yourself and basically bring yourself off of that mm-hmm. panicking, I guess. Because yeah. one of the things I do remember, um, my uh, I, was, I was having therapy at the time, my therapist told me was when you start to have those moments that you feel like, Either call it a panic attack, call it an anxiety attack, whatever. But when you feel so overwhelmed that you can't even do the steps you're talking about, he would he would tell me, look around you and then start 
basing everything in reality. Start saying to yourself, there, there's a table. That's a table. Mm-hmm. That's a door. You know, that's a light. That You know what I mean? So, yeah. Because a lot of times when you get into that state of mind, that's just that anxiety hits in. Let's be real. It, it, a lot of it is you start worrying about shit that's not even, you're not sure it's going to happen. Yeah. And a lot of times we, especially those of us that deal with anxiety and things like that, we start thinking worst case scenarios right away. And chances are, those aren't going to happen. No. But at the time, that's what we're thinking. Yeah. So that's why my therapist was like, you got to base yourself back into reality. Yeah, yeah you got to ground yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like, too, it's, it's, there's that. And then, like, you know, then there's the opposite of, like, how do you stay motivated emotionally or even mentally? How do you stay motivated when you're just burned out? That's a good. That's a good question. I mean, I think that's. The, I mean, we're. I mean, it's. It's almost two different subjects. One right. is how do you deal with it when you're when you're burned out? How do you deal when you're like you get everything hitting you at once? And I think we're more or less. We're we've we're currently been talking about how to deal with the anxiety part of it. Of like, not necessarily burned out, but when everything's hitting you, how do you how do you stay focused? Right. And again, I think that you again you have to ground yourself, and that's why I always say pull yourself back out of the situation. Right. Take a deep breath and reground yourself, and right. and that's where it depends. Like. You, your therapist was like, okay, like that's a table, that's a wall, this is a chair. Right. That's you know, again, whatever works for you. Right. With me personally, that don't cut it because I'm like, I'm, I don't get to that point. I'm like, you know, I, I know, I know what's around me. I'm just mm-hmm. like, ah, a million things. Yeah. And so my thing is like, I just have this list and it's spinning all around my head. So I have to like, okay, I have to catch it, write it down. Okay, now it's no longer spinning. Now I got a list. Is that the whiteboard method? Yes, that's yeah, my whiteboard. My, my wife talks about that. That's my whiteboard. She, she has to have a, a white whiteboard as yeah. well. And I'm going nuts because I have one at home, but I just realized today when I got there and I'm freaking out, I'm like, fudge. <laughs> I need a white I need my whiteboards here at work. So I know what I'm ordering at Amazon tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So because I need to get my list of like, okay, this is what needs to be done. This is what I gotta get done. You know, and so like with me at home, I have um my whiteboards. Things have been kind of crazy, so but typically I have my three whiteboards. One mm-hmm. is for the year, one is rec- roughly for the month or, or the or the week, and right. then one is for the day. And that way I have my goals and needs to get done for the year, and then I have my ones again for the month. That these are the things I need to try to get done, and then my for my day. Right. And what I do for my day is I just as I as I, as they get done, I cross them off. If they don't get done today, guess what? They're going to be up there tomorrow. Right. But as long as I get them done by the end of the month, I'm right. good, generally. I mean, right, there are right, some right. things that need to get done pretty soon. But, right. But the thing that helps with me, too, is I take the things that I don't want to do, and I put them at the top of the list. That way I get so them done. So you get them done first. Yeah. And, but I even but the thing about my daily list is it still has stuff up there that I want to get done that not, might not be necessarily a priority. Like, I want to go for a walk, or oh, okay. I want to... Watch a TV show. I want because it's on my list of things that I want to get done. Right, right, right. Because so, that's one thing is people always put on their list stuff that they have to get done. Right. They forget to add on stuff that they want to do. That's a good point. You know, because the thing about it is you've got to realize, and it and it's hard. I've had to learn this hard way because I'm self-employed. Mm-hmm. Is I need I have got to learn to clock out and mm. and be off the clock and stop working. Right, right. And so yeah, because it's very easy being self-employed. Yeah. To go into that mode where you're always working. Yeah. Or yeah. I mean, even if you're not, if you're even if you work for someone else, like say you work from home. Yes. So somebody you got to realize, like, okay, no, I'm off the clock. Yeah. Because it's easy to be like, well, maybe if I just spend a little bit more, a few more minutes to get this done or get that done. Right. Right. But and even still, though, for those that are either self-employed or not, you still spend time off the clock or not working, stressed out about what's going on. That's very true. And you've got to realize to unplug, turn it off, and like, and so I've learned, like, I've got two life coaches that help me. Mm. 
And one thing I've learned from them is, you know, five, six o'clock in the afternoon, I'm off work. Right. And I'm not, I'm not back on work. I mean, yes, as this, like if my employees text me or call me, I have to deal with it. Of course. But for the most part, I'm off work. Right. I try not to worry about it until the next day. Right. And then, uh, or his motto is every night's Friday night, every morning's Monday morning. Oh, nice. And it doesn't matter. It could be Saturday morning, but every morning is Monday morning. Right. But every night's Friday night. That doesn't mean like go to the bar and get trash. That just means enjoy your evening off. Right. You got to learn to enjoy your, your time. That's a very good point because I, I, I will say this. I do believe most of us look at our week weekday evenings as, all right, let me just rest because I got to get up and do it all yeah. again tomorrow. And we don't really enjoy it. Just real quick story. Yesterday was... The first time in a long time, to be honest with you, where I can actually say I've actually enjoyed uh, uh, an evening. Like I have my routine things that I do, and it's not that I don't enjoy them. It's just that they become a routine. You know what I mean? But yesterday we had company come over and have dinner with us, and it was a very fun and pleasant evening. And it was a Monday because we are recording this on a Tuesday this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it was a Monday, you know, and... Usually for me on Mondays, I eat dinner and then I watch Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Right. Well, the difference was this time is I was watching Monday Night Raw. Yes. But I had, you know, a living room full of people. Yeah. Basically. And so I was kind of watching. We were watching together, but then we were also talking and we were also sharing. And it ended up being a very, very pleasant evening. Now, here's the weird thing about it, though. Mm -hmm. I woke up today and you would think after having all that, that, you know, I'd probably wake up tired or anything. I gotta be honest. I woke up kind of invigorated. You're energized. Yeah. yeah. Reason being, well, because that think that's the problem is we all work for the weekend. Right. 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 And I'm and I'm great. Now I got that damn song. In my head. <laughs> but we do. We all work for the weekend, and it's like, don't how you can't live your life trying to just get through five days to live for the weekend, and then right. what do you do? You have like a day, day and a half, and then you're yeah. back in like, well, I gotta get ready for Monday mood. Yeah. No. Yeah. So like with me, I, I I have that mentality of I I don't live for the week anymore. I live for like every night is Friday night. Whether I know I'm gonna get crap for this later, but because like, we don't go out a lot, but yeah. it's like it's that I I work till five o'clock, and then when I'm done, I'm done. I want to I want to enjoy things. Yeah. I want to go out to dinner, go for a walk, just chill at home and just right. watch TV. I'm because I'm not a busybody. I'm not right. about going out and do stuff. Same. So I'm I enjoy that, but like. I don't understand. I mean, I used to have the mentality too, like, oh, I just got to get till Friday. I just got to get till Friday. Right, right, right. But that's not a way to live, man. Yeah, no, you're right. That's you know? a good point. That's a good point. Um, and so I've, I've learned, and that's why, like, I've learned a lot for, from Pat. He's one of my one of my life coaches. I've learned so much from him on, on some of the things that he does. And it's just like, it's refreshing to live your life that way. Right, You know, right, it's right. like, because, I mean, it's you. you'll get just burned out if you're just trying to, you know what I mean? Because again, most of us just spend our life. Oh, if we could just get till Friday, I just need this weekend. Or, you know, oh, I just got to make it till next month. We go on vacation. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I got another you know, ten years until I can retire. I'm like, yeah. What kind of life is that? Because right. like, one of the best models I love is build a life that you don't need a vacation from. Mm. You know, I mean, that's a dream. Because like, to most people, that's like, yeah, right. That's never gonna happen. Right, right. And then ideally. I don't. It can happen, but we're just so stuck in this mind frame of like, oh, that's impossible. Only the lucky ones get to do that. Right. Like, no. I mean, you can work McDonald's, you know, or working two jobs to to because you're struggling to pay bills, but still have that mentality where you enjoy your life. Right. You know, it's just it's a mindset. Yeah, it's uh, definitely about getting in in the right mindset. Let me take you back a little bit though, because what we were talking about earlier, you know, you made the mention of because uh, uh, you were talking about having your 
lists, your priorities mm-hmm. and things like that. And then you said about the being burnt out thing. I wanted to go back to that because my question to you is, isn't it okay every now and then to maybe take a day and just be like, you know what? To hell with everything. Yeah. I'm just not going to do nothing. Oh, no. We, we, you, you need time to reset and, and reset yourself. I mean, I'm going to get spiritual here. I mean, look at the Bible. How many times did Jesus decide to be like, peace out, guys. I'm heading out. And he disappeared out into nature for a while. Yeah, true. I true. mean, he even needed it. Right. And, it talk, and, like, and I think that's what he was doing. And like, you know, John Etheridge in all of his books, he talks about refocusing to nature and, and spending that time because that's where God is found. But you need that quiet time to refocus. And I'm not saying, you know, got to ditch the family and disappear <laughs> in the woods for the weekend. But... <laughs> You know, we you, everybody need you. Although need, it might not be a bad idea. Yeah. Well, I do feel like we need to ref- even if it's just a walk in the grass out in the yard, or maybe go to the park or do something. But I do feel like you. Everybody needs that time to kind of readjust into yeah, nature. Yeah. But um, I want to be a cowboy now. There you go. I want. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching a show called Yellowstone. Uh huh. Oh yeah. <laughs> I want to be a cowboy. You moving to Montana? <laughs> I want to move to Montana yeah. and be a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, I do believe that everybody. You need some time to kind of just take a break. And, and reset. And everybody's different. It could be once a year for vacation. Right. It could be once a month. Um, me personally, I try, I, I kind of, I've noticed with me, it's about every four to six weeks, I start getting kind of burned out. Yeah. And I, and I need a day or two to just kind of. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So and yeah. that's my thing. Yeah. No, I mean, I've had it happen before too. Uh, even working at home, uh-huh. there was, uh, oh my God, it's been, it's probably been about a, at least a month ago, but. I was having a very stressful, you know, few weeks. Mm-hmm. And I finally one day I was like, I can't, I can't. And I, I did. I, I just, I took the day off, you know, basically it was like, I don't feel good. And, and I wasn't lying. It's just, I didn't feel good mentally. Yeah. Um, I think it was right around the time my aunt died. And uh, when, when, when I deal with death, you know, it's, it just gets real emotional for me. Yeah. And so I just was like, no, I just, I need, and, and honestly, all I did that day was I, when I finally got out of bed, I went outside on my back porch, had some coffee, listened to the birds, mm-hmm. and then I went inside and watched whatever movie I wanted to watch, you know, and I just, I, I literally took the time for myself, yeah. you know, and you know what, I've been wanting to watch this movie, I want to watch a cheesy 80s kung fu flick, why not, you know, <laughs> hey. throw it on, <laughs> you know, and the next day, it, it it made a big difference because I felt a lot better, you know. So I think it is important that we. I, you were talking about sayings, right? Mm-hmm. And and I, I remember seeing this one, and it was on Facebook, and it was like I don't know the the exact wording, but verbatim, it was basically why you know basically if you were to die to tomorrow, your job would find someone to replace yeah. you like within a day, probably mm-hmm. or whatever. Don't live a life where you're more concerned about a place that doesn't give a damn about you yep. basically and put it put your energy and your time and everything to something that's going to matter like your family and things like that and it's it's very true you know yep. of course work is important we're not saying it isn't but don't make it your life yeah you know because yep. um, it's very easy to do that very easy to oh, do yeah. that so I yeah I, I completely yeah. get that. Like with me, my my breaks are generally like I I love just build the fire and sit in the backyard mm. and just chilling. Yeah, like I don't need music on and I'm just chilling. And as cool as when I had my boys with me, we're doing like roasting marshmallows, even yeah. hot dogs, but just relaxing by the fire. That's my thing. Or like so, my big things are I haven't done in a long time was I used to love to go camping. 
Mm. And some people, camping stressful. But me, no. <laughs> I like going camping, especially if I can get away by myself, great. Now, do you go camping or do you go glamping? No, I go camping. I'm talking like, <laughs> I don't, half the time, I don't even use a tent. Yeah, no, no, no. You heard about glamping, yes, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. That's just, no. I'm not doing You're no, like, that's not camping. No, we're not doing RV or those those tents with ACs and yeah. stuff like that. No, we ain't doing that. No, it's, it's camping. Yeah. And uh, I like to just get away where, like, I'm talking like nobody is within, you know, a four-hour drive. Nice. And that's my thing. Or I also enjoy just going to the beach. Oh, yeah. And just sitting on it and just listening to the waves and yeah, beach is my beach is my happy place, man. But also, I enjoy just going for walks or even weird thing, going for walks in the rain. Oh yeah, wow, wow. Going back to the beach for a second. Let me ask you: Have you ever camped out on the beach? Yes, bro. That is amazing. Oh yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's a it's a pain in the ass because Uh, of the wind, and you're trying to set up a tent and or the place the sand gets. But yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But going to sleep. And waking up and all you hear is just those waves. And I mean, oh my God, we, we did it for, I think it was three days. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, we just camped out for three days on the beach. Just, we slept in tents. We, yeah. we ate, uh, we took the, uh, at the time I had one of those big barrel barbecue pits. Mm-hmm. We actually took it with us and we cooked our meals there. Yeah. Um, it was awesome. It was, it was so, so cool. And, I would do it again. I really yeah. would. Um, but yeah, it's it was very peaceful. Of course, you know, we got home, we retired, you yeah. know, but um, I don't know. It was just very invigorating. The ocean, the beach, that's, yeah. dude, that's my happy place. Yeah. If I get really stressed out, uh, actually, oh my God. And it just so happened to be, it was, an, it was another death that uh-huh. happened. Uh, it was, I think it was last year, um, had a death in the family. And I just remember it, I, my head was just, and I told my sister, I was like, hey, I'm, tomorrow I'm going to go get lunch. Uh, I'm going to go eat at one of my favorite places. You want to come with me? She goes, yeah, where are we going? It's in Corpus. She's like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, I need to have a meal by the water. Yeah. You know? And it was just a day trip. And mm-hmm. it was much needed. And I was able just to kind of unplug, even if it was just for a little while. Yeah. But yeah, that, I, I feel you on that one for Mine sure. Mine is either the beach or I like going up in the mountains where like you're just away from everybody. And like I said, like where you have to like pack in right, right, and they right. have to pack out. Right. That's what I love. Cause I, I mean, I'm truthfully, truth be told, like I would be in my perfect happy place. If you just drop me off the mountain somewhere where like never be seen again, right. so that would be perfect for Are me. Are you sure you're not that dude on that television I'm show? I could be that guy. I could probably be that guy. <laughs> he a, looks like yeah, you. But... I'm a double ganger. Yeah. <laughs> But no, that's just me. But yeah, we all need to have that time to kind of unplug and just recharge, you know. And it's everybody's different. Like some guys, man, hell, you can make it six months to a year, but we all get burned out. For sure. But I think the thing about it is, is this is about being, you know, staying motivated emotionally and mentally. But the thing about it is, you can't always stay motivated. Right. And that's one thing I teach my clients is, you can't rely on motivation. All you can rely on is consistency. Right, right, right. Even when you're not feeling motivated, you've got to, and I and I hate the phrase "fake it till you make it" because mm. that's not how you do it. But I still believe you've got to stay. Uh, uh, oh my God, it's motivated. motivated. No, focused. You forgot the word. Yes. <laughs> what in the world? 
consistent. Consistent. I was like, I know it starts with a C. <laughs> Holy crap. Okay. So you just got to stay consistent. It's like. Do we need to take a break? Right, right. But like, even if like, it could be like with fitness, business, relationships, anything is like, and I don't believe, not not the whole fake it till you make it stuff. That's right. not what I'm getting at. Right, right. But there's times where motivation isn't there. Like you just don't want to do it. You don't want to go to work. You don't want to get that workout in. You don't want to deal with the people at hand. But you know, you just stay consistent with it. You put, you just keep, just keep doing what you got to do, and in time, that motivation comes back. Right. Now there are times again, like you said, you do get to a point where you need to take a step back and unplug. Right. But it doesn't mean you give up. Right. 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 Or like some people, like they're just, you know, especially with health, like mm. when it comes to fitness, working mm. out, diets. People stay motivated, and within a couple of weeks, they burn out, fizzle out, and then like, oh, well, that diet didn't work, or that. Right. Diet. Right. Or even relationships, it's all shiny and new at the beginning. But then once that shininess wears off, the motivation wears off, and the next thing you know, eh, yeah, you got to stay consistent with it. Whether like you know, I mean, how long y'all been? How long you and Melissa been married? Uh, it'll be fifteen years in December. And you still have your date nights. We try to. Well, okay, but we do. It, it, it's, but we do. It's yes, maybe not every week or whatever, but you have your you know your, your date nights every other week. That's well, we okay. Do. That's being consistent. Yeah, and reason and that helps. Like did you, I mean, God knows what could happen if those just went away. That's true. You know, That's and it's true. like you've got to be consistent with 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 relationships, with business, with with um, health and fitness, everything. It's about consistency because sometimes the motivation is not there. It's but it's it a coincidence that you were talking about our marriage and she was reaching for the bourbon glass. I swear. <laughs> hey, hey, sometimes it helps. Sometimes it helps. Yeah. But, hey, that was just a coincidence. Yeah. Just a, just a coincidence. But no. Uh, Right. <laughs> yeah no but i mean yeah consistency is definitely key mm -hmm. and not just in workouts it it's mm -hmm. in everything in life being consistent with you know relationships like you said for example and i think relationships is that's definitely a big one because a lot of stressors come from mm -hmm. you know relationships as well yeah it could be friendships it could be you know significant others it could be anything but like relationships are not always easy are not always you know shiny and new you've right. got your struggles you've got right. your trials and i've seen too many whether it be friendships or so many others whatever where they just they just give up right and it's like you can't just give up it's like you've got to put in that consistency like if you want friendship if you want that relationship it takes work right you know you can't just it's not going to just this isn't disney right where it's all fantasy and like happily ever after right like, no right. you got to put in the work yeah anything in life worth having is is worth working hard yeah. for yeah no that's true uh we gotta take a little break uh so we'll take a little break get a word from our sponsor when we come back i kind of want to talk a little bit more about the motivation thing because okay. i think that's it's important yeah. because you're right sometimes you do lose motivation mm -hmm. you know and uh i'd like to kind of pick your brain a little bit on maybe some i don't know techniques or something that okay. will help keep you motivated okay Sounds so when good. we come back we'll continue the conversation uh but for now Check out these commercials that I worked very hard on and got them done so you could, you know, pay your money to go to places and stuff. So just check it out. <laughs> we'll be right back. Going on 10 years in the community, Metroflex Gym has been the place for back to basics, no fluff training. At Metroflex, you'll have the resources available to you to reach your fitness goals, whatever they may be. Owner Daniel Haggerty is available and ready to help guide you in the proper direction to get the best results for your health. Want to lose weight? 
increase stamina, or gain mass, Daniel Haggerty is a licensed trainer with over 25 years experience in nutrition and training and knows how to get the most out of your workouts. Come by today for a visit at 2101 Clovis Barker Road, San Marcos, Texas, or call to make an appointment for a tour at 512-878-8575. Homegrown in the community and veteran-owned, Metroplex Gym is the hardcore training place for a hardcore workout. Call today. Bearers podcast, and basically, we've been talking about um, just kind of dealing with mental stress or just you know, emotional stress, or honestly, just stress in general. Yeah, I think. Um, but before we took the, the break, uh, I did say that when we came back, I wanted to talk about the whole thing about motivation because you know, I want to use the whole relationship thing because you brought that up in the last uh, segment. Um, my wife and I, like I said earlier, we've been married going on 15 years. And for especially for those that are married, you know, it's it ain't all sunshine and rainbows, you know. Nope. Uh, and, and there are those days that you have where and, and it's not just like a couple of days. Sometimes it can even be months where you lose motivation, uh-huh. you know. And, you know, I'd be lying if I said I didn't have times myself where I'm just like, dude, is this even worth it? You know what I mean? Oh, she's going to kill you. Well, she's, and and she said the same thing. You know, I'm definitely sure of that. But, you know, and and you kind of end up weighing things out, you know, and Mm -hmm. sometimes you get so pissed off, then (laughs) you kind of start feeling like maybe it is better if I, you know, Uh everybody goes through that. Uh, And that's just with a relationship. And we're talking, like, in the last segment, we were talking jobs, you know, relationships, uh, talking about just yourself. I mean, Daniel, how do you do it to where, and I know you kind of gave a little bit of your experience, but where <laughs> being divorced twice, I don't know if I'm the guy that, uh, to, to give that kind of advice, but, oh, no, um, <laughs> but just that motivation you talked about, right? Cause yeah. you said like, like one of the things you said right before in the, in the last segment was even if you're not feeling motivated, stick with it consistently uh-huh. and the motivation will come back. Well, what do you say to those people that say yeah i've been trying that and it still ain't back yet you know well i mean well okay so there are times where some relationships just aren't fixable okay i get that but putting those aside yeah and the fact and let's look at just the relationships that are good and strong but this it's just lost the spark and the motivation is not there because let's just say that it's not say huge underlying issues it just could be that man stressed out there's bills there's just scheduling issues there's just so much going on where so then what what you got to do with that that you've got to find that motivation again of like okay what started on the first place? What sparked you in the first place? What brought you to that person in the first place? And again, I think that's where it's kind of cool, like you and you and Melissa do, where it might only be every two weeks, but you have your date nights. Right, you know? right. So that's where you have something to look forward to. It's not about the bills. It's yeah. not about the job. It's yeah. not about the this, but it's like right. you got one night to look forward to where y'all right. are going to go out and enjoy each other's company. Right. And let's be clear, because you hear a lot of people that, that talk and they'll talk about this specific topic and they'll say stuff like the date nights and stuff. 
I'm being real. I'm going to be very transparent. There have been plenty of times when those date nights <laughs> are not about looking forward to each other's company. We're just looking forward to that beer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you're it right. It leads to. Yes, but you're right. At least we are consistent with going every other week, and we do look forward to it. And by the end of the night, usually, not all the time, <laughs> but usually by the end of the night, we're like, you know what? This was dope. This was uh-huh. good. You know, I'm glad we got to do this even if we didn't talk much uh-huh. you know man there have been times we've gone when we didn't say shit about our relationship yeah. and all we did was talk about the show we watched well that well that's just it though yeah. like and you don't have it doesn't always have to be conversation about the relationship right, it doesn't have right. to be a therapy session it Good could just point. be like you know how's the day or hey how did the movie go or hey yeah. how do you like your dinner yeah yeah, you know, yeah or oh my god look at that person over there and that's yeah. like what are they doing oh my god look at yeah. that person over there it could just be just casual conversation right right because i mean that's brings you back together and opens the door to, yeah. to other things. Yeah. And I think that's where we forget because like we always feel like, you know, we get so caught up in the day to the day to day. The grind. The grind. Or there could be an underlying issue that you like you just got to res- you feel like you just need to resolve before you can get to anything else and that just becomes the the prime focus. Right, right, right. And I think that doesn't need to be the prime focus. Yes. Issues need to be resolved, For but real. I think you also need to focus on the good and the focus on just spending some time together. Okay, now that, like I'm that. glad you said that. That's a, that is a good point because I think us as men in general, yeah, we're fixers. Yeah, and a lot of times we focus too much on the fixing. Mm-hmm. You know, because I know that's me. I've done that a lot. You know, and looking back, I'm like, God dang it, why did I do that? You know, but you're right. We should focus on. I'll give you a good example. Um, you know, we were we were going through some stuff and. Uh, I think I think that's just marriage in general, but there was this one day uh, she was just like, "Hey, are you, are you doing anything this weekend?" And I was just like, no, "I don't think so." She said, "Well, I kind of wanted to go, you know, to Bussies and just kind of and, and walk around." And 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 full transparency at, at the very first thought, I'm just kind of like, "I don't know if I want to walk around." Yeah. But I'm like, "No, you know what? It's not it's not about me." And then I started thinking about it. I was like, well, actually. Yeah, you know what? I kind of want to go see what kind of junk I can find. You know, mm-hmm. maybe there'll be some Star Wars toys or something. Yeah. And then next thing I know, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. You know, and was excited about it. And we did. We went. Um, this was also when we were planning uh, my birthday, my birthday party at the time. We ended up going to Bussies. We walked around, found a couple of things that we didn't need, which was fine. You know, and and stuff like that. And then afterwards, we had lunch. And then we ended up going to another store, and then we had a nice little Saturday, yeah. you know? And it wasn't, like you said, we didn't have any kind of therapy session or anything. We just had a good time, yeah. you know? And those are needed. Yeah. I think those are, are sorely needed, you know? Yeah, I mean, because like I said, I joke, because like, you know, being divorced twice, I'm not the guy that yeah. gives advice. <laughs> but I have talked to people that have been in long, loving relationships, and man, it's funny the stories they tell, because like, it wasn't always like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I think the funniest one was I saw a couple I grew up with, uh, they've probably passed by now because they're older. But at the time, I was younger. I was in my like my early teens, and they'd been married like almost sixty something years. Wow! They had over fifteen kids together. Wow! And I remember they got interviewed in the paper, and like, well, what was the secret? How'd y'all stay together for so long? And like, well, because we agreed early on, whoever left had to take all the kids. <laughs> like, hey, whatever works, you know. But it's like it was nice. that sense of humor towards things of what made it work, and right. like talking to everybody, and that's what they've they've kept it is, or what helped them was just being consistent in. 
when the motivation's not there, they still continue on with, with date nights with instead of focusing like they would still have times to talk about issues, but at the mm-hmm. same time they would learn of certain days just put the issues down and just enjoy spending time with each other. Or even maybe not enjoying spending time with each other, but at least spending time with each other doing things that maybe the other person wants to do. Right, right. And things like that. And it just opened the doors to that communication, yeah. opened the doors to other possibilities. Yeah. And I think but nowadays it's it's we get so focused on me. We yep. forget about the you, the right, other, right. you know, because like, I mean, because I'm sure like when y'all get into it, or y'all have issues, like you'll find someone to talk to and it's all about, well, they do this, they do that, they do this. And it drives me nuts. It's like, right, well, right. what about you? What are right. you doing? Right. You know, you have to look at that. And I think like, I mean, again, I get kind of biblical on this, but, you know, because the whole like... Oh, I forgot the. I'm I'm not good on quoting the Bible, but we're you know with which, uh, what is it? Um, the woman is supposed to. What's the? He's talking about the passage in the New Testament. Yeah. Uh, the woman submit to your husband. The woman submit to the husband, yeah. but then the husband is supposed to love says, the wife. Love your wife as, as Christ, Christ loved, loved the, the church. church. Yeah. And so we're supposed to be unselfish towards each other. Right. Yeah. That's the whole sense. A lot of men don't understand what yeah, that means. They only look at the first right. part of it and they forget right. the second. Well, the thing is, even if they read the second that says love your wives, they don't understand what that means. Yeah. Christ sacrificed himself. Exactly. exactly. We are to sacrifice ourselves for our wives. Yeah. And so, you know, and like too many people nowadays, especially getting into that whole, I guess, man, we're almost getting into like a whole relationship. I know. Here, but, <laughs> but, you know. People get into that where they get so self-absorbed, or they think that like it's all supposed to be Disney and happily ever after. And right. it's, like, it's not. It's hard effing work, it man. Is, it is. You know, you're gonna have arguments, you're gonna have fights, but instead of like letting tempers fly, it's like okay, let's we'll either talk about it or let's let it settle down right. and calm down, and then come back and talk about right. it. And then instead of wondering what you got to fix to make me happy. Let me focus on what I got to fix to make you happy. Yeah. But then the other, the other has to focus on the same thing. Right. Instead of getting focused on what that person needs to change to make you happy, focus on what you need to change to make them happy. Right, right, right. That was the biggest advice I ever got. Because I, mean, uh, I remember when I was going to someone and asking for advice on relationships, they kept telling me, like, man, you're coming to me with all the crap the other person's doing wrong. What about you? What are you doing mm. wrong? I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so you can't change her. Right. The only person you can change is you. Right, right, So right. focus on changing that. Right. And I'm like, oh, it's, crap. It's, it's funny you say that because uh, dur- during this weekend, I was talking to uh, a good friend of mine, and he happened to start talking to me about his his marriage, mm-hmm. his relationship. He's, he's married. He's been married for, I think, three years. He's got two beautiful children. And he's just, he's, they're going through a lot of stuff. And uh, it's funny you said that because it was kind of the same type of, uh, of, of a conversation. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, all I'm hearing from you is a lot of me, 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 me. That's all I'm hearing from yep. you. What about her? And he just kind of looked at me. He goes, I don't want to talk about that. I go, I know you don't, yeah. but you need to. Yep. And I said, I go, do you know why God made marriage the way he made it, the way it's intended to be? It's because what happens is when a marriage is working the way God intended it, you serve each other. Mm-hmm. You're not worried about yourself. And and what's happening is you end up serving your spouse. She sees that she's being served by you, and then she ends up wanting to serve you. You don't have to sit there and go, well, I'm the husband and you're supposed to. No, you don't have to say that because she already kind of falls into that yeah. because of what you're doing for her. Yeah, and vice versa. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And he was just like, 
Oh yeah, like you could tell. It's uh-huh. like he wanted somebody to say, "Yeah, you're right. She's in the wrong." Yeah. Like, no, bro, yeah. it's not like that. You know, well, that's always just my biggest thing. Is anytime someone comes to me complaining about whether it's a, a relation, any kind of relationship, whether it's a significant other, friend, or whatever, they come at me about things, and all I can say is like, "Listen, man, you can't control what they do. Right? You can't change them. The only thing you can change is you and your train of thought, right? And mentality. Right. So focus on that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. Well, now let's take it. Away from the relationships, we don't want to turn into a yeah. relationship. That's a whole, different, a whole yeah, different episode. Yeah, exactly. But the same thing. How do you keep a motivation for maybe a job that you're at? I'm not going to go out on the extreme and say, let's say you hate the job. Okay, yeah. let's just say you're at a job and you're there because it's paying the bills. It's it's making the money that you need to make, but you've lost the motivation. You're not as passionate as you were before. I'll use a great example. Um, my beautiful wife has been at her job for many, many years, and she was doing the same mm-hmm. thing. And she told me several times, "Hun, I'm, I'm burnt out." Yeah. Um, you know, and she she has a passion for doing what she does, but at a, at a certain point, you get you get burned out. Yeah. Now, God bless. What happened with her? She ended up uh, getting a different, like a promotion. Yeah. And now she's doing a totally different job, and you can see it in her every day. She's invigorated. You know, she has those those good problems yeah. at work, you know, where it's like she's being forced to think outside the box yeah. about stuff and figure things out. And it's not anymore just complaining about, well, you know what I mean? I think it, it's also, it's hard because sometimes it's hard to be appreciative and be motivated towards a job if you aren't feeling appreciated. No, that's a good point. That's a big factor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was just funny. I don't know why. I was just like... There you go. But uh, um, everybody's going to wonder what, yeah. we were, what you were laughing about. Inside joke, folks. Inside joke. No, but sometimes it's hard to stay motivated if you're not feeling appreciated. But let's just say most jobs, you aren't really appreciated, especially nowadays. Right. Employees are just replaceable. Right. Companies don't care about us. Right. I I look at it two, I look at it two ways, and this might not work for some because with the motivation and all. But I, I look at it this way. I I don't work for like. Well, I'm self-employed now. But yeah, when yeah. I have a job, I didn't work for my boss. I worked for Christ. And so I could enjoy it. Secondly, regardless of how I felt about my job and what minuscule task I was doing, whatever, I took pride in it. I wanted mm. to do the best I could do. Okay. Reason being is at the end of the day, when I was done, I could look back and say, ah, I did that. Right. And then sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's hard to find that 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 self-gratification in a, in a right. job. But that's just how I looked at it. And like, yes, I mean, I remember I had a job. I won't name names because I don't know if they're listening to this or not or whatever. <laughs> but oh, I hated my freaking job. Right. Every day I woke up and like I would lay, I would sit in bed for like ten minutes, and be like, <sighs> right. I don't want to go. Right. I would get there and all day long. <sighs> I don't yeah. want to be here. Yeah, and yeah. And stuff like that. And then like I kept making plans. Like I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna quit. And then certain people inside my bubble, my circle knew, and they would do things to make me stay. I'm like, damn it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so I did. And then it was just, uh, I, uh, I think the only thing that kept me going was I still found little ways to appreciate my job. And now it's because there are some coworkers I enjoyed. Mm. There were clients I had that I enjoyed. So right. it gave me something. Right. But I think it's just, again, you have to be consistent and... So basically, find that silver lining. Find the silver lining, but also at the same time is just because you have a nine-to-five job you hate, so you spend that nine-to-five working a job you hate, just because you're off at five o'clock doesn't mean you're done. Spend those hours at home trying to find something you want to do for yourself. There you go. Yeah, yeah. 
because your whole life isn't that just nine to five job. Right, right. And again, it falls back of do what you got to do to pay the bills until you can do what you want to do to pay your bills. Right. Or secondly, if you can't, if, if you don't know what you want to do or whatever, just because you get off the work at five o'clock doesn't mean your day's over. You still right. have other things you can do to enjoy your life. Right, of course. Your job is not your damn life. And that's right. where so many people get wrapped up in that their job. I mean, like we said last time, the first time, you, whenever you meet someone, the first question is, what do you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's because we're sizing them up, but that's that like, you someone telling you what they do for their living, almost it's it's like they're, that's what we base their whole existence on. Right, right, And it's right. not it. There's way more to someone than just their job. Right, and I think it's, it is important to find that something else. And, and even if, it doesn't become like in your case where you you found your passion and now yeah. it's now it is your job, right? Yeah. That may not happen for everybody. Like with me, for example, in the music business, not everybody's going to sign with a label and yeah. it's going to pay the bills. But I still am in a band. I still do that and still work. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And 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 I got it to the point where or I make it work. You uh-huh. know, and I and I if I have to take a day off because of like for example, this past week I was on a four day tour. I took one day off of work, you know. I got to be honest. If I didn't have that in my life, I don't think my life would be as fulfilling as it is, it, mm-hmm. you know, right now. So definitely find that one thing that you're passionate about. Make sure that you make time for it, yeah. you know, because it's not. And see, that's the other thing, man. That 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 I, I'm thankful that it doesn't happen to me anymore. But it used to. Where why do you waste your time on that? It's not like you're gonna do anything with yeah. it, you know. Who cares whether you do something? Like it doesn't always have to be about making money yeah. and if it's something you love to do do it you yep. know what i mean because that's where you're gonna find that that happiness that yep. happy place that we've been talking about you know it doesn't always mean you have to you know make an income out no. of it you know or the fact that someone is there like why do you waste your time like well it might be a waste of your time right, but it's right. not a waste of my time exactly and then also going back to the job so again it's hard because i mean don't get me wrong not all jobs are meant to be permanent Right, right. Not all jobs are you going to feel appreciated, but my big. So if you're miserable at your job, you've lost your motivation. Find something there to where again, it depends on what the what's caused you to lose the motivation. But find a silver lining. Be grateful. Like hopefully, hopefully, for the love of God, it helps you pay your bills. Right, of course. If it doesn't help you pay your bills, find another job or, or find something else. Right, right. And yes, I understand. Easier said than done, but I'm sorry. You can. There are ways of working multiple jobs or doing whatever. Sacrifice now until you can't. Don't have to sacrifice later. Like you said, it's going to take work. Yeah, do what you yeah. got to do now until you can do what you want to do. Right. But um, or if say if you're just feeling unappreciated at work, work your ass off and get noticed where they have to appreciate you. I'm sorry. I don't care what you do, whether it's flipping burgers, cleaning toilets, doing whatever. You can do your job to a certain level though, where they have to notice you. Right. And when they do, right. guess who's going to get promoted yeah, or get something? Right. You right. will. I mean, too many times, like, I can't remember his name or what airline it was, but the guy was a high school dropout, started uh-huh. off working in the baggage. Now right. he's the freaking CEO of the airline. Wow. I just don't remember which one it was. But right. I remember one of my teachers brought it up because he got to a point where one of the kids in class was like, I don't want to be here. And the guy, and the teacher flat out told him, then drop out of school. You don't need, an edu- you don't need a high school education to make in this world. He goes, it makes it a little easier. But you can do it through hard work. Right. And he kind of used this guy's reference, which he did. Right. The guy, I think, dropped out in like middle school uh-huh. or whatever, started working in the baggage department for this this airport and yeah. worked his way up. And now he's the CEO or was the CEO of one of the largest airlines in the company or right. in, the, in the world. So it's like, right. it can be done. It can. It can. I'm not saying not everybody can do it, but it can be done. Yeah. 
I think I shared the story with you about my father-in-law. He he never got a college degree. Uh-huh. You know how they say, get a degree, because yeah. he never got a college degree, and he's now self-employed. He works in computers and does extremely well. Yeah. You know? And all he did was, like you said, he did the hard work. He was He made sacrifices and, you know, gave up certain things and worked his ass off to the point now where, you know, he can pretty much do what he chooses, mm-hmm. you know. Of course, he keeps talking about moving in here. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> but again, it's just about being consistent. The motivation will come back. Or at least if you're not motivated in your job, find a job you're motivated. And then I'm not saying quit your job today, and, and ch- but like find a way to make that a reality. Like whether it be, I don't know what your dream is. Like if it's acting, singing, whatever. Okay, find ways to do it. Right. And then... Once you get to a point where that can pay your bills, or even even if it can't, if it's just a side gig, it's a side gig. Right. But at least you're still doing it. It gives exactly. you something to look forward to and exactly. gets you motivated. If you can figure out whatever your dream job is, if, if, if you can get to a point where it does pay the bills, then hell yeah, you did it, man. You're yeah. one of the lucky few. Yeah. But it's just it's not about just giving up or like just okay accepting defeat and just you know hate your life. Right, right. And I think another important thing that we haven't mentioned that that I think bears mentioning is find your your circle and what i mean by that is people that are going to motivate you people that are going mm-hmm. to support you people that are going to encourage you you know and, and for those of y'all that are listening that have friends that are trying to pursue things or doing support them you know because you could end up being somebody's yeah. motivation because sometimes let's be honest you need to have well, and that's sometimes. a big thing you said find your circle so the yeah. thing is you want to be self-employed Make friends with people that are self-employed because mm. people that aren't aren't going to be able to give you advice on how to do it. They're going to talk you out of it. Good point. You want to you want to be a musician? Become friends with musicians. I got you tons know, of them. You know, and again, like I said, you want to be a millionaire? Get to know millionaires. Yeah. Because you're not going to learn how to be a millionaire by a guy living off of welfare. Good point. Good point. You've got you want to learn you want to become you want to become part of a circle. Run with that circle. Right. Right. That's how you do it. That's a good. That's a good Learn advice. About, like it's again. It's just it's it. You 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 emerge yourself into what you want to become, and then you surround yourself with this like-minded individuals, and they're gonna, they're going to bring you up to their level. Right. They're either going to do it, or at least you're going to learn how to come up to their level. Right. You know, and uh, and that's what I've done as as being self-employed is I've I've put myself in different groups and different other people that run business that are nothing to do with a gym, but I just learn what they're mm-hmm. doing, and and so I learn from them, and then so yeah. Exactly. Bring me up. Exactly. And it's there's an old saying, and I think it's said in every language. I heard it in Spanish, but you know, tell me who you hang with, and I'll tell you who you are. Yeah. And and that's bad crowd, or like you were just saying, you know, the crowd that you need to be with. You know, it's very true, and that's how you learn. I mean, most of my friends, you know, few of the exceptions would be someone like yourself. But most of my friends are musicians. Yeah. You know, you've been to my parties. Oh, yeah. Mostly everybody here, they yeah. can pick up an instrument. And we could have a freaking jam session here just with everybody that yeah. shows up. I just watch. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah. And, then, and then, too, and then kind of to backtrack on this whole motivational thing, I think we're missing the big picture. And that's where, again, CJ Ortiz, he's my other life coach, and they call him the metal motivator. Dude, he's, he's, he rocks. Mm. Literally. I mean, he's a metal motivator. Oh, gotcha. Uh, but his big thing is he's so focused on mindset, mental mindset. You want something, you've got to change your pro- uh, your thought process. Right. Instead of having a negative uh, a negative uh, ideology, you've got to have positive ideology. Right. And it all starts with on how you think and, and how you look at situations. Right. You want motivation? You want to be motivated? You've got to have motivational thoughts. Right. You can't have bad thoughts and, and bad ideologies and expect good things out of them. True. 
and I, I, I can't go into it. He's got an entire podcast where if it, it, it's, um, he does daily little like seven minute podcast of like mm-hmm. little motivational, inspirational like little uh, What's tidbits. CJ Ortiz, they call him the, the metal motivator. All right, but uh, he just he has up. some interesting stuff. So it, it, he has, and it's all, but his whole thing is mental. Um, uh, uh, mental focusing and, and and just train of thought. Right. So. Right. Basically, changing your mindset on whatever situation that you're yeah. in, keeping it as a as a positive and not a negative. Yeah. Because he looks at it like the biggest battle you're going to fight in life is the mental mental battle. That's a good point. So. Yeah. I, I, I. Yeah. I mean, you're right. I think in any situation, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's all about your the way you're going to focus your mindset. Yeah, you know? I mean, because you can look at people, like I used to talk about how, God, like, I want that kind of faith where you see like the old couple where they lost everything, whether it be a tornado, flood, or fire, and they're over there like, you know, and like, big old smile on their face, like, life is good, praise God. And I'm like, they just lost everything. Like, yeah. I want that kind of faith. You know, yeah. like, whole, I want that kind of mentality. Right. You know, because you got other people that are opposite spec, uh, upside of the spectrum. They're like, million dollars in the bank, four homes, a yacht, everything, and they're freaking miserable. Yeah. And why? It's because their mental state of mind. Right. And that's what it is. It's your mental state of mind. Because again, I've met people that have nothing that are happy. Right. And I've met people with everything that are miserable. Yeah. And it just comes down to a mental state of mind. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, I think you're right. So I guess since we're coming to the tail end of the show, how would you put a nice little bow on this whole thing for the people that are listening right now? Keep in mind, it's a Monday morning. They're listening as you work out or as they're driving to work. How do we sum this all up for him, Daniel? Just, you know, motivational come and go. Stay consistent with things. Remove yourself from the situation briefly. Reorganize, refocus. Focus on positive thoughts, positive positive mental attitude. And instead of looking at, if you're going through a bad situation, instead of focusing on the bad, look at the good. Because you're, there's going to be some good in it. I don't care what bad situation is. Right. Because, I mean, just look at every bad thing you've ever gone through. And at the end, you're like, I guess, okay, now I see the good that's come from it. Right. So look for that. Gotcha. And I think that that'll get you through it. Um, so, again, you know, goal setting. Plan with the big picture. Execute on the small picture. Mm. Remove yourself from the situation briefly. Reorganize, refocus. And 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 kind of you know make a list, do what you got to do, plan on some days off, take a break, pull yourself, remove yourself from the from things, and just and let yourself relax and decompress, mm. and then um, run with the crowd you want to what that you like run with the crowd that you want to be a part of, right? And then uh, which I think also means that if you're not running with the crowd, you might need to reevaluate some of your relationships. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and again, and, and as far as relationships go, hey, it's just like a, it's like an, it's like a regular job. It takes work and effort. You've got to put in the you've got to put in the, the, the work and the sweat equity if you want to get the good out of it. Yeah, so. I think we covered a lot of ground today. Yeah, a lot of real good tidbits uh, for you to start your week off, and uh, you know, we'll stay motivated. We're going to do the same thing during this week. Remember, you can always reach out to us. Go to our email, shieldbearerspodcast at gmail That's shieldbearerspodcast at gmail uh, if you're in the area, you can always go to Metroflex Gym, pay Big D a visit over here. Um, you know, don't just go to talk his ear off because he's yeah. got stuff he's got to do. But <laughs> hey, come by and see me. Yeah, but definitely come by and and uh, you know say hi or whatever. But you know, we encourage you this week. You got it. Get after it. 
you know, set those goals, go after it, and stay motivated. Yeah. And if you need motivation and you just can't find it, contact us. We'll help you out. Yeah. We'll motivate you, you know, yep. do the best that we can. So, uh, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. You got anything else you want to Just add? that, I mean, I, I forgot to mention this earlier, but like I've been, I've gone, been going through a lot, some legal issues, per, whole bunch of personal issues and everything. And like the past few days, I've been just bombarded with anxiety and, and panic. And today I finally made up my mind and I'm going back to what I know. Mm. I'm going to get back on a set schedule. Mm. I'm going to, I'm going to get up at this time and I'm going to have my, my routine of like prayer time, meditation, start reading, doing the, and I'm going to, I'm going to have my checklist. Right. And that's going to get me back in back in the tr uh, the swing of things. Right. And no longer am I going to be looking at the the, the bad, but I'm going to start looking at the good. And again, it took me to I had, today. I had to remove myself from the bad situation, catch my breath, refocus, and all the advice I just gave today, I'm implementing in my life tomorrow. Nice. I've kind of gotten off track, but that's just kind of that's what I'm going to be doing. So, hey man, I'm glad you said that because I mean, listeners need to understand that. We're not just here telling you this is what you should do. We live it too. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's, I love the transparency. I love that you're open and honest. So thank you guys again so much for tuning in. And uh, we hope that something we've said today uh, touched you in a certain way and, and, and really helps you and motivates you to, to get after it this week. So until next week, we thank you so much. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. We'll see you next week. Y'all have a good one. All right. Rock on, guys.